Hey girl, what you doing? Hey girl, where are you going? Who's those girls? Who's that podcast? It's Blueberry Pancakes. Yay, that's Jamie Kibbick. That's Callie Elkins. And we're two sisters. (laughs) I forgot. More more to say. And we're two sisters who appreciate the best things in life, retrospecting the TV show New Girl. Yay. Yay. Straight youths. We've made it to episode 16 of season two. Do you know, we still haven't seen Coach. I would not have guessed that it would be so oh, yeah. long. Was, he was on some trailer or something. I was like, oh, Coach. Wait, why have we, I mean, I not that I don't love Winston. Do you mean a trailer for a different movie that's new on Netflix that I just saw the same trailer for? Oh, maybe. Or are you talking about a trailer for New Girl? <laughs> It was something that popped up on Netflix, I think, with a space on it. So mm. I didn't pay attention enough. Yeah. I was just like, coach. It was one that I think it's a Christmas movie. Mom probably had seen it. And I was like, I would have remembered if he was in it. Yeah, for sure. Movie. <laughs> if coach was on a Christmas movie. You're... What did you're... I write? I did not update with colors so i have oh, weird no. notes today everyone just warning first of all apology again for at the least we can hear time. you I'm just Yay, kidding. hopefully <laughs> yeah we did some some better fixing the speakers and the location so apologies for the last time hopefully it's a little better this time i mean you have to understand we're self-produced <laughs> i'm pretty proud of us so like we get out what we what we get out self-acted <laughs> well self-scripted yeah there it my is. life is self-scripted in my life this episode is called table 34 for some reason i'm showing jamie the notes this is you're 34. showing me to shut my mouth because you're starting to read from your notes no is that, is that it no i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> maybe because your notes are smaller i don't get that from your notes it originally aired <laughs> your notes don't talk to you like that's that. why february 6th of 2013 um oh, about a week before it was the thanksgiving no valentine's, valentine's day thank you <laughs> yes i, I actually can tell you the next episode oh weird aired that can't be right february 19th <laughs> 13 days later well, maybe they well, had to skip a week. One was on a different day. Also. Maybe there was a special. All right, fine. You're right. I don't know. Because I was saying 14 would be a week, but it's not exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Table mm-hmm. 34, season two, episode 16. It's not to do with the restaurant, that's for sure. No, it's a confusing title. I did not remember that that's what it was about, but I am so glad that's what it was about. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Do you want me to tell you what it's about? Please. Okay, I'll tell you. It starts with a spoiler, everyone. So if you haven't seen the last episode, go back. Oh, oh, oh. I'm starting with spoiler. The last episode ended with Nick grabbing Jess and kissing her passionately. So we land at the very opening right in the aftermath of the kiss. It seems neither Jess nor Nick slept at all. And then run into each other in the wee hours of the morning, each on their way to see the other. The Nick can't <laughs> help but panic moonwalk away. Jess goes back to Sam being really sweet in our bed. Oh, so cute. 
I know. You're like, oh, Sam, oh, no. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Nick can't find anyone to talk to, but decides he must stay out of the loft to avoid Jess. So talk Schmidt into letting him join him at an Indian singles event where Schmidt is planning to win over Cece. Jess vents to Cece at length about how mad she is at Nick and how great the kiss itself actually was. Jess wants to avoid Nick uh, because she's so angry. So she tags along with Cece to the Indian marriage convention. (laughs) Nick panic moonwalks away when he realizes Jess is at the same event. And finally, Winston gives him a chance to tell him what happened. Winston is mad and tells Nick to apologize and make it right. Nick apologizes, but they get into a fight about who it meant more for. Just panic calls Sam, who comes to this marriage convention for an even more weird date than this would have been without the added drama. Uh, let's see, Jess and Nick seem to inadvertently be very successful at the various challenges and activities at this event for couples. Uh, well, Jess and Sam mm-hmm. do not. Just, uh, sorry, sorry. Sam doesn't take this to mean anything, but can tell Jess is not telling him something. She confesses to Sam that Nick kissed her. He's mad and Nick tries to help uh, by telling Sam that he's the one to blame. He kissed her and it didn't mean anything to her. Sam punches Nick because of my training, (laughs) put in quotes, and tells Jess that um, it means something to him and he breaks up with her and leaves. This is the second punch in their relationship. Um, The first one was Nick punched Jess. (laughs) <laughs> literally <laughs> on Halloween <laughs> in the end Nick apologizes again to Jess for kissing her and Jess is upset and feels really bad that it caused their breakup he feels bad sorry Nick is the one that feels bad and yeah. that it caused their breakup he also really enjoys the feeling of Sam being intimidated and of dancing to Taylor Swift <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Cece <clears throat> was very mad at Schmidt for showing up to this event because she said he had moved, she, because he said he had moved on, and she's trying to take this very seriously. So he promises to leave her alone. Uh, he only interferes one time to shut up an asshole, even though she's irritated, and we're all glad someone said something to that guy. Cece's feeling pretty bummed. At the end of the event, she's been made to feel bad about herself and hasn't had any luck meeting anyone schmidt's had enough he gets up in front of the entire convention to basically yell at (laughs) india for not appreciating cc the way she deserves at least he knows what he lost when he lost her many men listen and start to pay attention to (laughs) cc but in the end she goes home with schmidt they sleep together with his turban on turban (laughs) on Winston, don't forget about Winston. <laughs> don't forget about Winston. Winston had sex with Daisy. It was the <laughs> best sex of his life. Daisy, remember, uh, he met at the bar in the last episode. Now he got his mojo back and has a mojo man dance. He also tags along with Schmidt and Nick to the Indian marriage convention, uh, but he is not assigned a table. When he goes to complain, the lady in charge lets him know that his seat is in her lap. And she continues to come on to him every chance she gets. He tries to shut his mojo off, but can't. So he finds a substitute he feels is of similar build and should be attractive to this woman. She accepts the (laughs) substitute and we feel a little bit scared for her. That guy. Funny. The end. (laughs) The end. (laughs) 
it's sort of the end just the nick um make up at the end uh, nick apologizes for yeah. causing the breakup <laughs> she basically <laughs> says i don't really have to question what happened this time because it was entirely your fault <laughs> he basically goes i know and then he gives her a kind of an awkward little hug but they've gotten past the kind of the initial horror and shock and craziness of the yeah case. it definitely like definitely blew up out of proportion from i I mean, obviously, there was much underlying. We all know that. Right. However, I do think there was a little semi bit of innocence in Nick basically just proving to Jess that, you know, he didn't not want to kiss her. He just didn't want it to be right, some right. seven minutes in heaven thing, like whatever. And so it was the end of a night of a drunken drinking game and he hadn't proved his point he did and it was you know obviously like trying to settle maybe a little bit of the tension made a little bit more of the tension but in the end it was like it wasn't like he was like just break up with Sam to be with me I want to be your boyfriend like he just kissed her like it was you know and it yeah I get why she felt like it was a big deal and it it was a big deal but I felt like why she had or I get why she had to tell Sam about it I guess but I think it was a little bit blown out of proportion well and your entire conversation all through the convention is you know who it meant more to and yeah he he keeps bugging her about it too really gray (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah and then they were like in that case winning at every couple's thing and if they're questioning it if they're questioning it all if it meant something then it did and whether that means that like it meant something because it felt good or it meant something because it didn't mean anything if that still in my opinion means something in that situation then they would be able to move on individually she would have been able to not tell sam if it didn't mean anything to her she'd have been able to go on about her life and been like that was weird nick please don't cross that line again we're roommates ew bye (laughs) exactly right Right. it definitely meant something it meant something to her she had to tell sam about it Mm -hmm. and she knew subconsciously that sam was probably going to break up with i'm sure you're right because and his point is is a good one and interesting too because she can Mm. talk all day about what it meant to her and he can believe that or not but in the end it means something to him and Mm -hmm. that's what matters I mean he knows what's there he knows this history it's always been blurry there's always been tension yeah you know it's this is not the first time that not not this specifically blatant has come up but the energy has always been there Right. Well, Nick's the one that's going to deny whatever serious feelings he might be having for anybody or anything. Mm -hmm. And so for him to be the one to initiate the kiss and then, you know, Mm -hmm. if it meant something to him too, which does. Yeah. But not, not I feel like it's a big deal. Like you said, she didn't think it through, but um, subconsciously she she knew Sam would probably break up with her. That would be the end of that relationship. And that mm-hmm. was something she was pretty happy with before that. True. You know, so she, yeah. it's a, it was a very big deal. It's in very true. 
to <laughs> even subconsciously put all that on the line. And he, was he always wants so nice to guy. fist bump me in the morning. <laughs> I know. And that was funny to then think back to like, oh, that's what that was when they showed him doing that 10 emails. Yeah. <laughs> <Whatever>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so know, funny. He's not impressed. <laughs> right. No, not at all. Not impressed. I can tell right then. Um, I, I like that we get to experience the aftermath of the kiss. You can see both their faces. They open on Nick's face. It's like <laughs> wide awake in the wee hours of the morning. So neither one of them slept. They both wanted to see each other. Um, she started to tell him right after that first, that first fist bump. Um, which we found out later. She hates when she says, yeah. You said that. <laughs> Turns yeah. out Jess is freaking out. When was your first LOL? Um, Nick. <laughs> he goes, oh my God. He's laying in bed. <laughs> and then it's actually like the whole ensuing scene. Like I have like OMG, like LOL is OMG squeal. So then he gets up and like stubs his toe or something and squeals he punches the wall he's mad <laughs> yeah. it's like a kisser and then yeah and then he moonwalks and um she, i don't he goes and opens the door he goes shimon I, I, I don't know either and then choice. um jess is matching yawn with sam like going back mm-hmm. and pretending she was sleeping the whole time but so just like I kind of just giggled the whole time out loud <laughs> while that was all happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I mine was the yawns. The that was pretty funny, and then like yeah. her, I've been asleep for so many hours. Oh my gosh, I just woke up. <laughs> been sleeping and sleeping. Yeah, I'm so cute. She starts telling him that she kissed another guy, and he goes. How do you always look so beautiful in the morning? And I'm like, oh no, don't don't tell him now. It doesn't matter. If you feel like it's right to tell him, whatever, but don't know. I don't know. Right <laughs> don't, don't ruin the moment. Oh, I think then Nick went into the kitchen after that mm. and waited for somebody to wake up so he could talk to him about it. <laughs> Can't talk to Winston. Winston is too busy being excited from his best sex of his life. Winston's mojo dance. He debuts the dance the mojo man dance it's like <laughs> the first the first time anyway it's a, a little bit of a cha-cha or mm-hmm. a salsa mm-hmm. yeah i could see that i forget now one of the two i think salsa <laughs> i don't know <laughs> mojo man dance that one the mojo man dance oh no and then, um, so Nick doesn't get to talk to Winston. Jess shows up at Cece's door. And <laughs> Nick, perfect. I love when Cece opens the door and Jess's like face is already just like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, but so great. Yeah. It's as and if then, it just happened. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Freak out with, with me. More, yeah. Cece's what the fuck face is equally gray she's like what <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny she was uh was it a good kiss i was like scarlett o'hara in my freaking curtain dress 
That was awesome. Hey, I saw through space and time for a minute, but that's not the point. <laughs> oh dear. And then Jess's reaction when Cece asks her if she likes him is yeah. so funny. It's just horrible <laughs> and hilarious. Yeah. Good job. It's like when she reminded me when she can't say penis. Say exactly. Penis. That's why I said she can't say no. She can't answer because she can't say no. Like she's trying everything she can I do. I thought she was it. trying to say Nick. <laughs> like Nick. Oh, maybe both. That makes way more sense. I'm dumb. Um, I'm not. I'm not dumb. Like, I know that, but you know, (laughs) dumb moment. (laughs) She says that just vented to Cece for an hour about that. uh, Cece's supportive. She wants details. (laughs) And also, she wants details, though, because her mom's been setting her up and she hasn't been, uh, um, she's been on a lot of setup dates, but hasn't been having sex lately. Yeah. So, um, she, I like how she describes the type of guy that yes, I was she wants versus things like or Sam because she's describing Sammy. Sam is the kind of guy who fixes things you don't know are broken. <laughs> Nick breaks things. He's the kind of guy who breaks things that are he just he breaks, breaks things. things. <laughs> <So> show <laughs> a flashback of this scarf that just knitted. And he just <laughs> sticks his hands in it and it like falls apart and clumps. Completely for, falls Which apart. would happen if you did that to knitting. Like that's everyone's nightmare. You have to be so careful for that to not happen. And he just <laughs> like, like, I think things belong everything. back <laughs> Like it is it's possible to pull so all those stitches out all at the same time. Funny. It's horrible. And the more he like he tries, and it's I know like, he's just like she's like he's, try, he's trying doing? to give it back to her. And he like can't. Because I'm pretty sure of this goes back on there. This belongs back on these. <laughs> and okay, bye. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, that's so. I said that'd be so satisfying mm. though to like have the opportunity to really do that. I'd be bummed if I had to admit that for that scene, whoever did that. Right. I wonder how many they should have had a couple backups. Um, so it's funny, Cece didn't tell Jess about the event originally. She kind of just offhand says, Well, I didn't tell you about this, but but it turns out to probably have been a good idea not to have told Jess. <laughs> Jess brings a whole shit show to the convention, which I mean it's not like the whole <laughs> thing works out poorly for Cece, but <laughs> It definitely true is yeah, what she like. Well, it's definitely already kind of a Schmidt would have gone anyway. I guess. But, sorry. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the whole thing is just so painful for everyone in general already. Like, and, yeah, exactly. And and then yeah. And, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Today, I don't know. They should have done this. Why wouldn't you fill out the info? online or something so they could have I had the same thought <laughs> because then they have oh to wait gosh. surely you fill out this information and then you have to wait for them to yeah, like but put it in it the algorithm figure out your table a while ago like it was a long enough time ago that like something like that you may have had the option to buy even your ticket online or register online but it wouldn't have been required and you would have you know just maybe done what you needed to do when you got there on paper i on it it wasn't that long ago but it was long enough ago that like that like i could if i ordered a pick 
a ticket to a concert, I could still print it on my printer and take it to the concert to get in. I cannot do that anymore. I have to have it on my, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, I had the same thought then. basically. It was like, <laughs> how is not already done? Like, I know I'd be all this online. Yeah. Like, I guess it was a minute ago. I guess it was, you know, around the time I graduated college when I didn't know anything about computers still. Um, Cece pronounces her name. I thought they pronounced it Cece Parikh in most of the rest of the show. But she pronounces it Cece Parikh when she checks in. Interesting. Which Parikh sounds like the more traditional way to say it, I would think. But yeah, you know, you think you would at the place full of you know the culturally similar people yeah yeah um it's funny both jess and nick like specifically want to stay away from each other today and like we're doing this activity in order to be gone from the loft like what are the chances that a nick would be at an indian singles convention either one of them thought wouldn't ever cross her mind and then yeah like it would maybe maybe be like oh we're going to see cc i wonder if she's gonna say something about jess or something not like bring yeah. her with her why would jess come right. to anything jess isn't indian and she's not single <laughs> well and i i guess she dressed up just because it's a dressy event but she happens to like wear this nice dress Very and nice. i mean she ends up having to check in and be one of the people which i'd dress up if i was one of the people but I don't know. It's just, it worked out really handy all the way around here. It's just super ironic. Uh, the check-in lady's name is Anu. A-N-U. She's played by Mira Simhan. Simhan? She has um, a master's in psychology. Cool. So she belongs at table one or whatever mm-hmm. table. I don't know what that would mean. Um, she's on six episodes of the TV show Anger Management. Just now when I said that out loud, I had a <laughs> brief, I want to say Matthew Perry was in, I'm totally oh. just like popped in my brain that that was even, I was like, I don't remember that ever being a TV show, but it wasn't on for very long. That's um, really funny because I'm like, I, I, I couldn't tell you anything more than what you just said, but when yeah. you said it, I, I I'm wrong about, so okay. I think you're right. Cool. She's in one episode of Castle, How to Get Away with Murder, and three episodes of Young and the Restless. Oh, nice. All good shows. Yeah. Thank you for corroborating my story. I appreciate it. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it was not with anything but like a the same thing in our brains possible feeling that i may have (laughs) made up so who knows so we don't know but sounds good to me (laughs) i feel like i will i meant to say this towards the beginning more so i just want to say it right now before i forget again right but i just feel like this episode is text i'm like i don't have very many notes like not like a super time now it's kind of like a part two of the last episode i i as far as the kids wouldn't have been surprised if they had made the last episode of part one and this episode part two mm-hmm. that part one but mainly because yeah it just surrounds like yeah, we haven't had a kids. part one part two in this season yet that is interesting uh-huh. yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense i think we talked about in the lot in the last season of sometimes there are like paired episodes that feel more like they go together mm-hmm. like that i could see that yeah, because there's not a 
ton. There's like progression between the beginning of the last episode and the end of this episode, but like in the middle, it's all kind of yeah, it's all together. The same story really, yeah, yeah. Walked out really slowly. It's anyway. true. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, Schmidt and Winston come to the singles <laughs> thing, uh, so they can't be. Uh, Jess wants to be a watcher. She doesn't know she's gonna have to check in. <laughs> she just wants to watch and the check it anew. She says, um, no. "We've had problems with watchers." And they look <laughs> over. There's like a group of guys <laughs> just pretending not Dude. to be there, walking backwards. Um, it is kind of thing. I like just to go back for a second. The uh, Nick says that Schmidt looks like the fortune teller in Big. Yes, yes. <laughs> he totally does um i wrote they come to the singles thing with schmidt and a bottle episode commences <laughs> you're gonna laugh uh-huh. at me for calling it a bottle da, 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 again. Though, yeah <laughs> even though i i mean i think we kind of figured out what it is it's not a bottle episode as much as it's a part two to the last exactly which which we also <laughs> debunked was also not a bottle episode <laughs> right. part of it they're all in the same place uh, for part part of them were <laughs> part of the for world. like one of the scenes they're in one of the places and then in like <laughs> everybody else scene, is in one of the other places they're in another place I want them all to be bottled. Definition of a bottle episode. I'm going to have to stop saying it. (laughs) I'm going to have to have a bottle episode jar. (laughs) (laughs) And then when there is a bottle episode, you get to go spend it on something. Yeah, I like that plan. (laughs) Well, what I, you really kind of incentivizing me to (laughs) say they all are, though. Yeah, that's true. They are, well, they all are, and I have been saying that <laughs> so, with no incentive whatsoever. I get what you're saying of like, school. like they just somehow they end I was up. Gonna they, say even with Cece, like, they're all in the same place. But being roommates, it's just I think the show is set up to like because friends didn't do it that often. No, but I'm making loud noise. Yeah, that's true, but. It just seems like it's been off. And we're, we're just the bulk of the episode. Everybody has a separate storyline within it, but they're all in the same place. Yeah. They're not all in the same place in this one. But I was going to say, I can see too, like in a lot of them, how it's all the same. You know, there's not any other real side characters or anything. Mm-hmm. But in this one, there kind of is. There's all those there people is, yeah. at the convention and mm-hmm. the lady and then... Mm-hmm. But they are in the same place. They're all at this convention. But they're also at the loft for part of the episode. Well, part of it. Yeah. See, that's that's what I just am probably over. And then, and then, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and yeah. All right. They're like their perspective bedrooms for part of it, the living room for part of it. Mm-hmm. You have, then you, have, oh, and then Cece's apartment the for yeah. the very beginning there in Cece's apartment. There's many place settings. Oh, you're not gonna like what I say about the next couple episodes. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, we I'm will kidding. do a a study. I'll try to yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it in mind while I'm watching them and be like, because okay. I'm sure there are some. And that was well, the thing yeah. about like I was gonna say too about friends is like it was really hard. It my opinion, I I don't know. I feel like I get it all confused, but like there were six of them. 
and they weren't roommates right exactly so only some of them lived together even though they lived across all they would still I would still say like going back and forth between apartments it it takes it away from being a hundred percent a bottle episode too yeah yeah even. but like but, like the the blackout episode is considered a bottle episode and they show the storyline of how each true. of them get to that point and Chandler's not even there they're they're missing one of them even oh yeah he's in the vestibule but it is so rare for them to all be in one place at the same time like that for the bulk true. of the episode right so that's I I get what you're saying about that, but it is, it would, was harder on friends to put them all together. Whereas like with technically a new girl, there's really only three of them. Four. Oh my God. Four. How come <laughs> I can't count? I'm like, are you not counting Jess? I know. No, I'm like, I, well, I that's kept what's interesting interchanging them the, in my like, brain, but yeah, I can't. Somehow they still about. got Cece in both of these too, which right. is, you know, she's kind of the one who doesn't live there. That is harder and, uh, to have an excuse I, to. Yeah. But this definitely. was like her thing, which was kind of even, even harder to make an excuse for them all Everybody to be there. Everybody crashed onto Cece's yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Which was like was all really the roommates. She, she are, wasn't even like yeah. going to tell anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt would have crashed it anyway, even if Jess had it. But oh, it's so funny. Uh, Nick moonwalks away when he sees her. He like is full, so committed to the backwards moonwalk. It's through the line of people checking in, and he falls down backwards. Falls down his face. I watched him. I like maintained eye contact with him the whole time. He (laughs) fell down. Oh my gosh! It's so it's so painful. I can't. I can't look directly at Nick falling down and making nick face at the same time like anybody <laughs> falling down and a nick face nick face the same time yeah, is too much they're both separately hilarious they laughed out loud that's great that was really funny uh and then he, so he went runs into winston uh winston gives him a nut punch right off the bat <laughs> he tells winston what have you done and he thinks nick would be the one to move out which was kind of interesting do you think that what do you think? What I mean, I thought I guess this was, <laughs> I I put a, a moment here too where I was like, this is a lesson where Winston says it's gonna blow up in his face if he doesn't apologize and make it right, which now I was wondering too. Yeah, just like this is this is when I my thought process started of like this has gone become a big deal that wouldn't necessarily would have had to. But now it is. And like, mm-hmm. so do you apologize for it? And then, you know, and we do see and later that, like, that it was something. Yeah. Or, right. And then try and say that it was, it meant nothing because oh, that is rude. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't Nobody matter how old that. you are and like how, you well, know, cool you're trying why to sound. She reacts like, that way. She's like, right. like no, of course <laughs> it did. You kissed me. It meant something. <laughs> Very close to each other. Like a lesson is apologize and make it right, but also lessons don't go overboard with the apology. <laughs> Be like right. I'm, I'm disgusted. I can't believe I ever would have kissed you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, and then oh. I kind of wondered too. It seems like Nick has a moment when Winston tells him that Winston's only seeing the bad. You know, uh, he obviously like he's mm-hmm. he's mad, and Nick has like kind of broken a rule, kind of a boundary that they. Right explicitly set knowing this yeah. is possible yeah. <laughs> um and nick hesitates and he has but he ends up giving in you can see his face kind of go oh you're right that's what i should do like it is bad 
I should apologize. Mm-hmm. I should, this is, isn't good. Like yeah, he was, I am being he kind of wanted some outside opinion before he decided fully what he, he was freaking out yeah. and it could have gone either way. And Winston was like, dude, this is horrible. Stop. Like Stop fix it now. Yeah. Do not get excited about this. Waiting, you know? Yeah. We not a good make thing. it worse. Yeah. Um, oh shoot. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I, I was just going to say that like, I think the reason too that Winston took it so seriously is because if it wasn't a big deal or it didn't mean anything to Nick, he wouldn't have had to tell Winston. Right. And Winston knows Winston, he's been trying to tell him since this morning. So it's yeah, been weighing on his mind. He's stressed automatically. About he's moonwalking. So something is <laughs> bothering What's him. happening? You're weird. Yeah. Both um, of his testicles are named Sharon. <laughs> Name both of your testicles, and they're both named Sharon. Oh no! Oh no! Why does Schmidt come? Why does Schmidt come to the to prevent her from (laughs) meeting people? He has no apology about it whatsoever. Not like for lying about when she calls him out. She, he's just like, "What do you think I was gonna do?" You know, she's like, "You said you'd moved on. What am I?" I'm trying to move on to like be a alone. normal human. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I even put here, well, although she is definitely being naive because her last evidence of this is Schmidt and Robbie busting into her yeah. apartment, <laughs> stalking her. And then, That's right. um, well, and then I was thinking Schmidt has had sex since with Holly in the last episode, just as a note, as a note, you know, for thinking about was Holly. Holly was the one that was attracted to sadness in Nick's trench coat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I saw that lady who was the neighbor whose coat it actually was on um, oh, yeah. an episode of some TV we were watching last night. That's um, funny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think she was on. <laughs> so, because she's trying to move on, though. Like, she's still on the, but he's still on the path of winning her over. She's still trying to move on. And him coming is about the worst thing he could do. It definitely doesn't. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think because he's definitely being irrational because he's in love, but he's being yeah. selfish and he's not being it through. It would have. He would have never. He would have never moved on. Like she can't be too surprised. I guess. No, that's true. But that he went to all this trouble and then showed up in that outfit. Oh, At that no. point, I would have just left if I if he showed up. So either I knew there would be no convincing him to leave. He, she tried. Maybe yeah. after that, I would just be like, "Never mind." Because at that point, <laughs> right, he's gonna he's gonna be bitches be cray. Bitches <laughs> be cray. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny Schmidt's description versus her description of their sex. He was just like, "Our sex was more than sex. It was." <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what he said, just that it was magical and beautiful and something. And then she goes, why did you always say blammo? At the end? I know. Blammo. Blammo. Who's very proud of it, too. It's like, no. Blammo. Well, that oh, happened. Blammo. That happened. Yeah. He's like, that did happen. <laughs> or something. Uh-huh. Blammo. Oh, uh, yeah. No. And then that, that's when we see 
Nick and Jess are in their Nick apologizes. argument. He just walks up and says the apology. Like they could, they could have mm-hmm. moved on at that point. They could yes. have, it could have been fine if they'd stopped the thing there. to do. And then she accepts. She's like, thank you. Right. Okay, she great. takes it well. It's fine. But then they keep pushing the who it meant more to discussion, which becomes the theme (laughs) of the whole episode. She freaks out. In general, basically, meant very much to both of them. Exactly. Otherwise, they would have said if it's on their mind at all. If they're, yeah. Um, She freaks out and calls Sam because she, I think, because she (laughs) needs a place for her feelings. She's still tied up and. Who it means more for, and you know, now she's all well, she needs yeah, to prove to Nick that she's not she's not even available. She's got a boyfriend, like and he's coming here. Nothing, yeah. We, we hang out all the time. We do this together. Like it's fun. We, you know, yeah. We'll show you. Nick calls her Jessica, which is getting serious. Yeah, like, that's full name in it, man. There's not been too many of those. A little scary. The seating at the conference is categorized by education and resumes. I said, how do we feel about this criteria? If there was like a dating app and you, now I understand this is on the fly. We just got to fill out the paperwork. So, right. Yeah. You know, we got to go a kind of bare minimum here, but like, if you're just starting somewhere with, and, and they do get to mingle with other people. It's not that like right. you're just being set up with this group. True. That's right. I had you're to supposed be... to be somehow closest to that. Yeah, I had to remind myself of that too. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, that's good. Good place, conversation starter or whatever. But I did have the same thought. I was like, that's a weird thing to group people together with. And I guess it's not a bad thing. Like, I guess it would be pretty handy to be in the same industry. Um, <laughs> as a couple, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly either. It does, it does seem limiting. Right, in a somewhat arbitrary way. I'm not necessarily looking for people at the same education level. and But maybe maybe yeah. that's the Indian background. Maybe that's more true in their culture. Probably. Stay I'll bet that's those. exactly right. I'll bet you're right. Oh, but that's the key to that. Why wouldn't you, you just like lie important on things your to thing. the family? <laughs> I guess if you're trying to get married eventually, it'll come out. I mean, I just came like, why are why you, would you settling for table 34, Cece? Go fill out a new sheet. Yeah. Tell me you want a new one. Well, and I'm trying to think, okay, so that if we were organizing this event, how would we group people at the tables? Mm, good question. Or would you by height have just kidding? <laughs> Innies and outies, yeah. just kidding. Um, okay, that's not a physical trait. Well, I like almost thought for a second like age, but that's not necessarily a thing. And if if the event yeah. was open to all ages, although I mean they're all like they're looking for marriage, so mm-hmm. true. It's kind of like, like a tap class for all beginners. Like it doesn't age matter. And location geographic well you hope they're all from around here somewhere yeah that's true like i just don't like there's i can't think of a specific hobby or something that well, you those, could put on I mean, there i know those dating apps are more than just like matching what you put down but you know there's kind of it just whatever detail you want to pick that you want to match like i mm-hmm. a dog person or a cat person or like um 
I don't know if you have deal breakers. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of like lifestyle things. Yeah. That's a good one. Probably at a marriage convention. I mean, there might be like one table of people that don't want kids. That's true. But that should factor in. It should Uh, definitely be a factor. But I'm thinking of like other, like, you know, I guess it would be handy if you were both doctors your schedules would be the same. You wouldn't resent each other. <laughs> They're like, I'm a realtor. If I, my husband was a realtor, we could team up and be both realtors or something. It would be handy. I don't. I think that's more really of a personal know. choice if you want somebody who's in the same sure. industry. Oh, and I agree. And that's but I why I don't necessarily think that's people so you could tell. Yeah. But I also don't think that that's a good category to do that by. But I'm trying to think of a similar thing of like where, well, you know, or- like your daily life would be affected by this trait of this person and and you enjoy like you I don't know like your favorite yeah, thing to I do is use to be something your like- favorite thing is movies then you're at this table or like your favorite <laughs> right. thing is reading you're at this table or like you're yeah. you that like science hard. I don't know <laughs> well and then is that what you like or like what if you really want a partner What's that has mean? an interest in one in of those other, other categories like a complimentary person at, in a, I think those are the most successful relationships that have like yeah where you can like like my husband's a doctor so I don't have to be like he's gonna save lives yeah. I don't want well, to I can go sell houses like horrible for having kids <laughs> all of that who knows well, when Cece arrives at table 34, <laughs> they have been doing shots. Yeah, they're <laughs> all looking. Like, hey, guess what? Pretty um, toasty. Oh, I'm sorry. When Sam arrives, they've been doing shots. When Sam shows up mm. and, and sees everybody there, table 34 has been doing shots. Ah, yes. <laughs> Nick and Cece are at the same table. And then just what that means for Cece. She, she thinks there must have been some mistake well first she goes oh this is rock bottom yeah and she hears the criteria here's what's going on she's like oh this is a mistake i you know yeah i'm a professional model <laughs> i'm not famous or anything and she does a little <laughs> i was in lil wayne's music video he was the one throwing strawberries at slow motion <laughs> she does the motion of her catching the strawberry there you know she does it for the lady and the lady's like yeah definitely table definitely 34. Table go back 34 go on yeah That's so funny her little plea to the lady uh <laughs> and then we find out that the conference lady loves winston yeah, winston's pissed because he hasn't had a table assigned yet she says i assigned you a table it's lap number one <laughs> and he thinks it's racial he's ready to be pissed he's like and i know what this is all about and, and then he yeah. goes oh so it's not racial and she goes oh not yet it isn't <laughs> she's funny. Oh, like awesome. yeah she slaps his butt it's like oversized blueberries <laughs> okay let me tell you some of these um so you can be looking out for these side characters I didn't write them all down. There's a lot of uncredited one because there's a lot of people in here, but there's um, the ones that we have are large Indian man, nice Indian woman, which I think I know which one she is. And also the older Indian woman is the one at table 34. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think they're all at table 34. Well, then there's also a nervous Indian guy. Um, um, so anyway, a large Indian man and a nervous Indian guy are the two that I don't know, but maybe you're right. Maybe they're the other ones that because the there were a couple could be a nervous indian guy on the speed dating round where they're 
switching chairs. I know. I'm trying to think if anybody else says anything. There's the asshole. I do have him. I know which one that is. And then Freddie. Yeah. He's uncredited, but I wrote him down too. We got to talk about Freddie. What does he say? The first one? Uh, I don't know. The first I don't know. guy in the dating thing? No. Oh, do you like what he um, says, um, football? Not football, but field, field hockey. hockey. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Wow, you you pulled that out of my brain. How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Tweezers. It took it took us both. <laughs> uh, so okay, so Schmidt and Jess are at the same table though, mm-hmm. and he takes that as uh offense and she <laughs> takes it as a he goes you should take that as a compliment and then he goes this is terrible it's no offense very much offense taken oh, <laughs> rude <laughs> it is rude <laughs> uh they do one of the activities is a hula hoop circle <laughs> it reminds he's really bad at it this is schmidt is really enjoying it he's staring at her <laughs> It reminded me of um, Jess and Nick when they were in class with Edgar trying to get the notebook. Like they just got in a bad looking situation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I so mean, this- it's kind of a hard game, but it makes sense. It's frustrating when the other person doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Well, and I, is it really does it have correlation to if you're compatible yeah also. well there's i definitely think there's symbolism in this scene with definitely. with the game like obviously schmidt sexualizing cc in the game and then <laughs> whatever she's doing and then yeah. the old um, woman he's like squeezing her hand or something she gets mad yeah stupid boy. okay <laughs> and then Jess is trying to prove a point to Nick that her and Sam are perfectly fine and she can get it the hula hoop over her head but then Sam can't do it and that's just like yeah it's so symbolic of, you know obviously they're not doing so good they're but not compatible um the the Indian woman that Schmidt that yells at Schmidt when he's getting too into Cece's dancing her name is, it's either D-I-T-T or D-I-T-I. I couldn't see on her name tag. Mm. So one of those. She's played by Swati Pinot. She was on Outsourced, how <laughs> on TV show. And then Are You in Love with the Wrong Person TV show. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, um, Anu is still hitting on Winston. Now, this was kind of interesting. I thought it was just also an interesting time in history when it was... Mm-hmm not okay to objectify women obviously but it was okay to objectify men i don't think this would Mm -hmm. fly now yeah it would definitely be hey i'm i think we're on the cut on tv now yeah yeah definitely i don't don't think anybody would just go there it's not that it's not that anybody would necessarily object but there'd be so much potential for it there's yeah, so many people would like ready to pounce for anything like that at all. Nobody would do that on. Yeah, exactly. They're staying away from everything. Controversial. Everything. Even words. Of like we sorts. probably should too. I know. <laughs> we kind of don't and I kind of don't care. 
Well, I mean, I care. Okay. Okay. I care. I we, care. we must care to a point. But yeah, I mean, also people have a choice of who they listen to. Well, we're also doing a study of something that was made 10 years ago. Right. So exactly. It's, so it was a different time and different. Just, saying, yeah, different these aren't my opinions. This is just a reflection my opinion of the material. Of your <laughs> I like yours better. Uh, yes. Um, so that's kind of funny. Um, is this because of Winston's mojo? <laughs> he he thinks so. so attractive. Yeah, he definitely he, in in his own time, you know, he's like, the mojo man has struck again. <laughs> like, yeah. Better you better watch out for the mojo man. <laughs> like he's so very cocky about it. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's like the dance too. I'm like, I'm glad I'm glad Winston is feeling good about himself. <laughs> He's ridiculous. It probably is not hurting his attraction from across the room miss that he has in this episode. Right. For, well, and that's this lady totally anyway. another like thing that goes to show if you're feeling confident, you'll look confident. So if you feel sexy, you'll look sexy. Mm-hmm. Law of attraction, yada, yada, yada. Maybe that's what this is. Could be. She can't get Could enough. She grabs be. his butt and calls them um, oversized blueberries. I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Must have been talking, interrupting you. No, sorry. it's okay. I just remember saying it because I'm like, man, I just said oversized blueberries about a butt. That was weird. <laughs> um, Sam comes and talks about how it's a weird day. I made my note about they were doing shot when, when Sam arrives too early in the <laughs> notes. Sorry. Oh, you made your note about the note too early in the notes. <laughs> Yep. Anybody know if there's any notes? <laughs> so it's a weird no. day, and Sam is uh, seated at table one, number one. Of course. Well, he's a pediatrician, right? Uh, <laughs> Nick and Jess um, have to make a table together. They get paired up inadvertently because they're talking to each other, and you just had to pair up with who you're standing next to. <laughs> so they're gonna make it. Well, a- Sorry. No, you <laughs> so Sorry. to make a table out of newspaper and masking tape. Those are the only um supplies that they get. And that the first one to hold a phone book wins. Mm. Well, Jess and Nick are angry making this table. They're it doesn't seem like they're doing anything nearing productive. It was like a damn fairy tale, that kid. <laughs> yeah, so they're talking about their should have walked away in your pink robe. Pink robes are like a catnip. Like, <laughs> like it's her fault of to all be wearing things. that pink robe. He says catnip too. Yeah. Like it's not kryptonite. It's not like and, the, it's my catnip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. And that it's a robe. It's not a sexy thing. Pink robes are my catnip. <laughs> uh, they Jess and Nick, even though they were not yeah, really paying attention. attention at all to making the same, some people were really, really trying. They ended up making the strongest table. The lady notices and she throws a phone book on it. It's holds strong and Nick table, keeps strong trying couple. to. Well, no, he throws the phone book on it, trying to prove that it's not strong. Like oh, yeah. he tries really hard. He's like, wait. No, we didn't do a good job because we don't work well together because we're not. Yeah, watch. Let me show you how anything. He like drops the phone book on it, does nothing, and then he like throws it on the ground and he like stomps on. He gets up on, stands on it, and jumps on it. Gets some other else guy to stand like, on it with him. Yeah. On here, yeah. <laughs> and even from across the room, there's Sam and um, 
Sam and Jess are like making eye contact. Jess is over helping with the table. But Sam is just kind of like enjoying the whole show. Just yeah. like, wow, good job. That's hilarious. You know, and yeah. Jess is, I think she sees all of the significance, this metaphor yes, now. She can't not so. see it. The, even the lady says, the table. strong table, strong couple. And both of them <laughs> go, we're not a couple at the same time. Oh, Calcut a bitch. That was Schmidt. I think so. <laughs> that was an yeah hang on hang on we'll get there where it's almost Sorry. there no that's okay it's interesting it's funny though that now this um strong couple thing it's all kind of out in the world like oh haha couple they're not yeah. really a couple but look how good of a table they made sam then why were you working together on the table then why yeah. did you make a really strong table together like right. why are you here at this convention to get there like whoa okay you once again find yourselves in a romantic Right. You and Sam be... is still ready to just be fine with it all. Yeah, it's all okay, but it's really not. Okay. It would all be okay if they were okay. If with it, it was actually okay, and it's not. Yeah, right. they're not That's okay with the it. Sign, it's not okay. It's so true. That's <laughs> so true. So yeah. So now they're doing like a two-minute speed dating across from each other, where you moved on the line two minutes with everybody. And we see Ra- Rajiv and Rajiv is the mm. asshole who doesn't date below table six. That's not what he sounds like a surfer, but <laughs> I don't know if that's a below table six. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, it took He's... a long time. <laughs> that's perfect. It's like five minutes that to was say the that. Character. He's <laughs> played by Andy Gala. He is on a freeform Christmas movie called Missile Tones and a lifetime movie called Carriers. And one episode of Happy Endings. Which one? Well, who is he? I love that show. I don't know. He was <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He was only one episode. He was kind of almost good looking until he spoke. True. Um, he took the criteria yeah. very seriously. He obviously thought the criteria for the tables was most important. What it should priority. Be. Yeah. Um, the girl who's with Schmidt is so nice and cute so sweet so cute yeah um she's played by i think her name is prita p-r-i-t-a prita nice indian woman um that's why i didn't know her name i had to go with the yeah that makes sense upasana bahari and she's in all in a night's work and powerless she's also a casting director oh cool yeah Oops. Yeah, she's super cute and like gives him so many chances. So many chances. Even like, so he has to intervene. A guy is being an asshole. And like, I don't think anybody yeah. would fall yeah. yeah, even though he's supposed to be leaving Cece alone, like he's being a dude. Well, that's why he's there, is for Cece. He's not there to meet this woman, right. this other woman, <laughs> or anything. Like, he doesn't really care at all about what's going on other than what's happening with Cece. Yeah, yeah. So he so he yells over, he's completely ignoring the girl and he yells over at the the guy who's talking to Cece. What did you what did you I'll, say? I'll cow cut a bitch. <laughs> and the guy doesn't care. Uh, calls him Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um okay, yeah. So the girl she, even so Cece goes, just talk to your girl Schmidt. You know, she's trying to like still get him to stop talking. And um, and she and she goes hi, you know, she's like talk to your <laughs> yeah. girl. Hello, oh, <laughs> hi, hey, I'm here. 
Uh, yeah so cc ends up across from nick for a moment and they have a conversation <laughs> about she goes you know why we're at table 34 uh because we make impulsive decisions bad in life but have the looks of a model model good looks that's what nick says <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he doesn't take it as a bad thing he's pretty he's like oh sweet like the same yeah. table as this hot girl and bad in life with model good looks the guy was um kind of making fun of CC for not putting a lot of thought into modeling or kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, she put a lot of thought into kids. First of all, she broke up yeah. a boyfriend over it for a sure. lot of thought. And then she's here. Like she's yeah. trying to do something serious and thinking it through doing the right thing. Anyway. Yeah. He's the one that's yeah. not being open to people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think that guy was dumb. It was dumb. Just tell Sam, and I wondered why we don't see that part. What a, it's just not necessary. He tells yeah. she tells her she ends up across from Sam. Oh, it's rude how she kicks the garage. <laughs> I know she's like, you have to go now. Goodbye. Yeah, you have to go. go over there. Go, go over there. Go. Over there. Okay. go. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, but she does. Um, what did I you say? She knows. Now. Oh, this is her choice. I did knowing it might end that she um has to sit next. Uh, across from Sam so she has a chance to talk to him and then we see him leave um Sam feels like she betrayed Sam's commitment Mm -hmm. um and it means something to him even if not her he knows that Nick tried to help oh sorry (laughs) Sam leaves I don't have a transcript. Don't you remember back in school when you were making a PowerPoint presentation and you weren't supposed to put all of the words you were going to say onto the PowerPoint slide? And so then you would make notes and then you put all of the words you were going to say onto a note card, but you weren't supposed to stare at the note card every time and read off of that. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Not Same. that you have to, I'm Same. not requiring it of you at all. You're not making a presentation and I don't care. Even if you were no, no, right. I need to But that just track. reminded me. <laughs> just like, whatever you want. Like there's, I have definitely many a time been caught during a presentation being like, oh, hold on. <laughs> I don't know what to say right now because my notes are out of order. <laughs> I'm going to have to change my index cards real quick. Okay, back to what I was saying. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's a good way to handle it. I like that. I had a not really in well, it's better than a lot of ways. Here's what I did in speech class in high school. <laughs> I took a 30 second pause. There were probably a few ums in there. But in my, like, one of my final speeches where you debate a thing and somebody gives one side, somebody gives the other side, and it's long and you put a semester's worth of research into it, I couldn't think of the word uphold. I couldn't think of it. I can think of it now. I know which one I support. I can think of a gazillion words for it now. I could not think of one single <laughs> freaking word to go where I wanted it to. And it threw, it completely shut me down. 30, like, a, it was at least 20 seconds in real life. You know how long it is in a speech, which is 
insanely long Everyone to not talk. Staring like, at everyone's you. staring at a big deal. Every you second waited. this is your time. Passes. This is your day. Everyone's thinking like another second has passed. And you know what happens in my brain? It's just like like to get back on track after oh, yeah. that is just like probably not it's, possible it's more than 20 seconds of pain I promise you that not just the silence it kept going it was horrible oh. and then uh, you can only get so much of a grade when you do something like that <laughs> yeah. um in my speech class I well my teacher is a little bit of a ridiculous person so my persuasive mm-hmm. speech was actually against a rule that he made for our class <laughs> and then our debate that I was supposed to do for the debate I was on I just changed the uh, the opposing side to my opinion as well so it was animal testing and I was like I I was supposed to be in support of animal of testing on animals and I'm like but I'm not and he's just like we'll figure it out and I'm like okay so I went into the debate being like I think it's okay to test on animals for science but not for cosmetics and the other guy was just like Oh, Uh-oh. all of my argument was for against <laughs> for cosmetic context. testing. So I guess, <laughs> I guess oh, that's done. Good job. And then I did a monologue from Peter Pan, the movie one time. And then I was never good at public speaking again. <laughs> it was, a, it was a just that one time, thing. that one class. <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah, that's it's not fine. necessary. <laughs> I've found if, if, and if people need that skill, the thing that you need to do is practice it. You just got to go out and mm-hmm. do it. Like that is the key is that when I was in school and I had to make a presentation in each of my classes once a week in front of everybody, I got to the point where like, I didn't even prepare for a presentation. I would like the night before be like, oh yeah, throw together that PowerPoint. And then like the next day, just talk about, it. you know, like it's you yeah, get really get comfortable just it. the more to do, the more you do it. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. That makes sense. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I was on, I was on a promotional video for my brokerage a couple years ago. And as soon as they went on the camera, I was just like, oh no, dear in the headlights. <laughs> I was an agent and then I was not consistent. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, and then Katie was like, look at me, look at me. She was asking the questions and I'm just like, like like ricky bobby like i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) horrible i was like i was gonna be a famous movie star and i like can't even don't even point a camera at me i'll start drooling like (laughs) like the dog like suddenly get out of the way (laughs) yeah can't pose can't do it like chandler (laughs) yeah suddenly the smile turns into something else and there's a camera involved (laughs) anyway sorry no 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 it's all good so so sam storms off and jess follows him and starts to try to explain and nick follows them and he comes up and he tries to take the blame like i kissed her Mm -hmm. didn't mean anything to her that was pretty cool Um, yeah i also kind of for a second there though he didn't necessarily hear what jess was saying to sam what if she was just like oh great right. tomorrow bye and he just runs up like i'm the True. one who kissed her it's not I her kiss her. It was, it's not what you think yeah yeah <laughs> that was a very risky game to play mm-hmm. he immediately punches him does he punch him in the throat i so it, i thought he punched him in the stomach or the chest area but then he He's, he's holding, holding his throat, his throat and he's sound, but he also could have gotten his 
the wind knocked out of him is kind of what it sounds like but yeah that could I don't be. know but he yeah. says to ice it and elevate it which doesn't work for your really for your throat or for your gut either or your chest um yeah he goes even exits cool <laughs> I'm like well all I can throw around dumb advice even if it doesn't make sense to ice it and elevate it apparently that's still cool to say that <laughs> that's funny I guess. I guess. Okay, so Winston found Freddie. Freddie is going to stand in for Winston with a new. Because <laughs> Winston doesn't really, he's not into that, I guess. Well, um, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, that's right. He's got a girlfriend. You're right. Um, Freddie's uncredited. And I didn't write down his name, even though I looked up his credits. He's an escape plan, too. And Danny Collins and Cracula <laughs> goes to Hollywood. Okay, funny, interesting, mm, kind of. <laughs> if you don't I know don't his know. name, it's less interesting. <laughs> Freddie, <laughs> and so Winston uh, brings brings Freddie to a new and who we have the same build. <laughs> See, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's still trying to prove the race thing against Freddie's white, or if he's just like he knows she's looking for no, this physical type. Just- yeah, he's like trying. It's funny that he thinks it's his mojo, but she describes it as be- it's because he's a jumpy cat. That's <laughs> jumpy cat. Why, why she likes him. And then she ends up liking Freddie because you think she goes, Freddie, do you, are you scared of confined spaces or something like that? And he, he says, yes. And she goes, oh, you'll do just fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> like perfect. And that's what she decided, or that's what she is into. Let's see. Schmidt. The man is there. <laughs> like a superhero. <laughs> oh, Winston. Schmidt has had enough. Cece is bummed. She the mm-hmm. guy yelled at her in the thing. She had to sit at the table with Nick. It's this is she's not found anybody. She's over there by herself. Schmidt's finally over it. He's like, okay, I've had enough. He gets up, he steals the microphone. I'm taking this. Takes the microphone. <laughs> and there was a DJ there. He could have turned down the microphone. In that conference room, you probably still could have heard him, but I did look up this fact. He starts out the speech by saying, um, he's, he came here thinking India was a cool country, <laughs> but, um, because they're smart, uh, said something about like, you looked at the roof of a bus and that's not just a roof. That's more seating. <laughs> and uh, actually the, the first double decker vehicle was horse drawn. It was invented in Bombay in 1937. So he is correct. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's his speech to India is ridiculous. <laughs> and so is Schmidt, but it actually helps yes. uh, Cece feel better. Yeah. He's well, mad. Yeah, he's, why, sh- like, well, he explains why he knows what he lost. Like yeah. How great she is. And that's why he's doing this too. Is he mm. certainly regrets letting her go. Yeah. Yeah um he's, we have to all rush over there <laughs> he's like mad in a schmidt way and he even <laughs> um mic drops and then yeah all these all these guys start coming up to her and she's happy and he's starting to get numbers <laughs> so we're all these guys like desperate and confused at the end of this like what yeah everybody was kind of like paired off in tables and talking to people and then she was just like off at a table by themselves so what were these guys doing yeah well they were not paying any attention to her yeah 
and then he <laughs> realizes what's happening. He rushes over there mm-hmm. to try and talk him out of it now. We have to all rush over there at once now. She's not that great. <laughs> one of her areolas is like a helicopter pad, and the other one is like a tech bite. It's disorienting. It's disorienting. <laughs> oh, oh. And then we're at the scene with Jess um, in the loft and Nick. They probably went home from the conference together. Mm-hmm, probably. Might Jess as well. Crying and drinking pink wine and listening to Taylor Swift. Nick is <laughs> dancing and trying to make her feel better. He talks funny. about why, or she talks about why she doesn't have to question why what went wrong. She can, yeah, knows What's unique situation <laughs> where everything that went wrong, I don't have to question it. I know exactly what went wrong, and she fully blames Nick. Although we know the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. How awkward it is now just to have Nick at home to help her get through it. <laughs> I know. I was seeing that when I was dancing. Like, I, thank goodness Nick is goofy and he's being goofy. Like, it's the only way you're going to get through without having, like, they really should have some kind of conversation, but I wouldn't. I don't want to. <laughs> well, they they do kind of right before he goes to bed, they do an awkward hug, which is an interesting juxtaposition to the end of the last episode where they had this very passionate, intentional kiss. And it, this one's just like a very awkward, like, hope we're still friends hug. <laughs> it's so awkward. Their faces, like both their faces are just like, Oh, please end this. The other one, please end this. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, stop. Done. He does a good apology. Um, and it's a bummer from his side that he kissed her. Now he says, but <laughs> now you're crying and I won't do it again. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and he goes, I'm so glad everything's back to normal. I know, I put that in quotation marks. Like, <laughs> air quotes, like back to normal. And then, yeah, right. One of the times I noticed um, the timing, they cut immediately, though, the, back to Cece and Schmidt together, sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Like we're back to normal with Cece and Schmidt back together. That's don't, true. Don't necessarily That's mean funny. Chess and Nick, he means it sarcastically, but um, Cece, is, this is under no uncertain terms. Schmidt helped her get a lot of numbers. She's still going to go on a lot of dates and marry an Indian man, but she's also horny. I want Schmidt tonight. So uh, she's decided turban on. Turban on. <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. That's it. There's kind of a, it's not really a theme, but like a through line of just not thinking things through. <laughs> it's, I know that's what I said. Table 34 equals being bad at life, but having model good looks and, or, and, or, <laughs> and, or making bad decisions. You don't think you're, th- you don't think things through before you mm. do them. Yeah. Trouble. Trouble. trouble trouble so much great panic moonwalking that was great yes this is it, it's, it's so been established funny. that nick does that but this is where we, it really is a character thing it's not just a one-time event mm-hmm. this is like what nick does <laughs> and he does a lot of it and he even falls and it's really funny i don't know if this is the last sam episode but it might be sam sweeney mm-hmm. david walton is um, there i think he comes is this after he came back already? Mm-hmm. With the truck in the car wash? Oh, no. No, you're right. Okay, there's more Sam. There's Yay. more Sam. There's more Sam. But it's later on. Yeah, there's a gap. Okay. But 
the large okay i wondered if one of the the extras we don't know is not extras <laughs> that comes to talk to cc after schmidt gives a speech okay so anyway we have a large mm-hmm. indian man he's played by his name is prince shaw i don't know if he's actually prince. i think he's the guy he's at table 34 and he comes up to i think it's the same guy mm-hmm. who comes up to cc at the end so i think it must oh. be the same guy that you're finding okay that about. makes sense I'm, a- don't quote me on that that's all right i will <laughs> this podcast will but i won't <laughs> just kidding <laughs> He's now that it's recorded the all-nighter sex in the future and six ways to die <laughs> <laughs> and then nervous indian guy was played by laurenti lopes and he's in the internship desperate endeavors and sub hysteria okay do you have a favorite character i really liked nick he's really funny mm, yeah that moonwalking <laughs> what about you um or schmidt schmidt was a good good one too he went i don't know because i, I kind of don't like him at the beginning his <laughs> speech is good and things work out but just objectively he's kind of being a dick to show up at this thing and then yeah and then he's really not he's not nice to that girl <laughs> I know, yeah. She was so nice. It's okay. She doesn't. She doesn't want Schmidt anyway. Schmidt doesn't yeah. want her, and he doesn't want her. No, no, he doesn't want him. <laughs> See, <What? laughs> I don't know. The next uh-huh. episode is called Parking Spot. <gasps> <laughs> it's That's so what good. I've done for every episode. That's true. We do. It's a good one. Another it's good one. So funny. So many 17. Oh my gosh, we're almost done yeah. season two. Yeah, I think there's 25 episodes in this. What? Right? Oh, well, we're not almost done. I know. Done. It seems like we're getting there, but when you think of that, it's far away. We're It'll be next halfway. Year. Well, I don't know that. Actually, probably because there's only like three weeks until Christmas. <laughs> just realized i do know how many weeks there are until the end of the year yeah fine i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it either we're talking about new girl new girl new girl. youths taco tuesday taco new girl tuesday <laughs> I don't know. well you can email us you know what i was gonna check my email before I told you to email us because you might have emailed us. Maybe you did and I didn't look. That'd be pretty sad. Probably didn't just because. Nope. I don't know. But you never know. Good check. You never know. Um, yeah. Well, well blueberry pancakes podcast at gmail.com is the way to do that. Right. You can follow us on Instagram at blueberry pancake podcast. there's blueberries in this episode sort yeah of. yeah that's why i wrote it down that's why i was like that's why there's oversized blueberries what a weird thing to have noted <laughs> well and we talked about it already but we didn't notice that's funny we don't know what's the name of this podcast what's my name again Hi, my name is...
<laughs> we are taking a stroll down early 2000s memory lane. What's what else did we do? So what's my name again? It's Blink 182. Oh, it's what's my age again? <laughs> I was doing Eminem. Yeah, no, oh, I got what, yours. What, what was the I theme? Was, what was the other one? What's my Just age again? Oh. Uh, yeah, I thought it was what's my name again, but <laughs> well, or same uh, same era, like same early era. 2000. For sure. What was I think the theme? Of and what? also names. Of our podcast. But it's actually age, so I was wrong. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, Maybe yada. music taste should be at the table. One of the criteria for the table. Music taste. Maybe. Because mm. that, <laughs> even, I mean, it's going to have a balance. Like, there's some people that don't even like music. Well, I definitely want to know who those people are. Yeah, true. We them out. They get table 34 for Black sure. Mark on their table. Yeah, cross them out. Not a lot in the convention. This is musical. Musical chairs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's yeah. the how about everybody listening tell us what you would categorize? How would you discriminate for people? <laughs> right. How do you Just want kidding. people to feel bad about themselves but, to start with? Okay, if you were going to a convention and obviously had to sit at a table for something, how would you want to be grouped with people? Religion is one. Although well, at an Indian convention, they're probably all the Hindi. Same. Okay, fine. Semi, at least. Semi-Hindi. Like, I fucking know. She's on the spectrum of Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Also, I thought that was what Schmidt that. was saying his like the Hindi he's learned. It's like I can it's conversational yeah. conversation. As long as the conversation as as is hi, where's yeah. my sandwich or something? Right? Where's the toilet? Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. He's been cool. studying. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about the parking spot next time. And in the meantime, eat the pancakes and tell all your friends. Do it. Watch. Listen. Eat. Love. B. B. <laughs> Bye, Strayu. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye.